Welcome back to the Motivated Missionary Podcast. Today we're talking about the importance of having an all-in mentality. So what does it mean to be all-in? The Merriam-Webster Dictionary describes it as being fully committed to or involved in something. All right, and I love the example they gave that said, Note, in poker, to go all-in is to bet everything on a hand. That paints a powerful picture. In my last recording, I shared my personal experience of growing up, and I mentioned that I was going to share with you what I did to go from completely inactive in church to deciding to serve a two-year mission in the span of three weeks. Being all in is what I must pay tribute to. Something I've always seemed to understand is that if I want to see rapid results, I'm going to need to fully commit myself. Like I mentioned in my previous recording, I was sick of drinking and being tied to addictions, but most importantly, I was sick of not seeing success in my life. The idea of being allowed to live a mediocre lifestyle that involves succumbing to every natural appetite was and always has been my idea of hell. Yet that is who I found myself becoming. So in my quest to learn for myself if all this church stuff was a real deal, I bet everything on the hand that I was dealt. This was now my game of poker. So here's my opportunity to completely immerse myself into these wacky teachings of not drinking and smoking and learn how to communicate with and trust a God I didn't know even cared about me. But being happy again and knowing for myself if God is aware of who I was became my main focus. This is something that really mattered to me. And I thought that if this really was important to me, why would I give anything less than my best? All right, so let's be real here. I have to admit, I was scared to take the church route. Because I knew that if the church was true, and if God cared, I would be changing my whole lifestyle. I would be forced to leave the comfort of ignorance. But, I also knew that the path I was currently on was not taking me anywhere I wanted to go, and I knew that I expected more out of my life. Now let me share what happened when I decided to go all in. When I made the decision to cut up my fake ID and get rid of all my other substances, I literally felt something foreign to me. It was a feeling of safety and a calm assurance that, as odd as it may sound, that there was hope. And when I added prayer and took even the next step of downloading the scripture app on my phone, let me just mention that that was embarrassing itself. Here I was, inactive in church, had nothing to do with it, didn't want to have anything to do with it for a long time. And I'm sheepishly in the corner trying to download the scripture app so I can begin to understand who God is again. Didn't want anyone to find out about it. So there I was, downloading the scripture app on my phone. And it was as if a light was turned on and a new door was opened. I kid you not, I felt instantly happier. My thoughts became more positive and I had a newfound feeling of optimism. And I firmly believe that those were the results of being all in. Now, was it easy? No, absolutely not. In fact, there were multiple times I had my head in the toilet throwing up because my cravings for something as silly as a cigarette were so strong that I began to feel sick. I was nauseous by having this desire to do these things. But I knew what I wanted. I made it a priority to act instead of being acted upon. Now I remember one day in particular that I really began to see tangible blessings of being committed. It's a quick story I'll tell you. So for those of you who haven't listened to the other podcasts or who don't know anything about me, this was all going on while I was doing summer sales in Malibu, California. So I was in California Let me just tell you, I sucked at summer sales. I was selling pest control. I didn't even care about it at all. I just think I wanted to live in California. 
to be honest. So I'm out there, every day's the same, going out, no success. I don't know how long, you know, you're out there. You're out there from 10 o'clock in the morning to 9 o'clock at night. So I'm not very good at it. And one day in particular, I get sent off to this neighborhood. And I'm going to say it's probably 200 houses I was able to to cover. Well, within that period of 9 o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock in the morning to roughly 9 o'clock at night, I had knocked on every single house in that neighborhood. No success. So I was coming to around about 9 o'clock at night, and I get a phone call from the guys that dropped me off in the area. And they're saying, hey, man, we're going to come pick you up. We're, we're about done for the night. So I'm discouraged. I've been knocking on doors all day and had no success. So I'm like, okay, sounds good. Be there in 15 minutes. So I'm in this neighborhood, no success, all day. And I think to myself, maybe I'll say a prayer. So here I am, this earring-wearing, highlights-in-my-hair-looking kid, taking a knee in the middle of the sidewalk. And as silly as it may sound, it was just a simple prayer. But I said, God, I don't know if you're there, and I don't know if you actually care. But I want to know if you're in my life and if you're aware of who I am. So would you please let me know if someone really needs my help? And I stood up, and that was it. I thought, all right, well, I guess I'll go on. I took that first step. And it was as if someone punched me in the gut. And I had this feeling I needed to look to my left. So I look to my left and I see this little green house. And then I began thinking to myself, okay, I just took a knee in the middle of the sidewalk, said a prayer asking for help. I stand up. I'm telling myself things. Like now I'm like looking for, oh man, God's talking to me. So I brush it off. I take one more step, same feeling. And I looked at my left and I just stared at that house. And I think there is no way that I have not knocked on that door yet. I've knocked on every single house in this neighborhood. Let me remind you, it's 9 o'clock at night as well. This is when people don't want to talk to you. It's dark outside. Last thing they want is a pest control salesman knocking on their door. But I think, you know what, if I'm, if I'm feeling it, I better go. So I walk over and Remember, you walk up the driveway and you got to take the sidewalk to around the side of the house. So I knock on the door and I'm sheepishly standing there and this lady answers the door. And instantly I just pour out all these things of, hey, I know that I'm a pest control salesman. You probably don't want to talk to me because it's nighttime and blah, 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 blah. I said, long story short, I sell pest control. I don't know if you're interested, but I want to let you know that we're offering the service. And she just looks at me for a second. She goes, you know, I don't know what it is about my house, but I cannot get pest control people to come over here. I've tried calling people. They don't show up. I've tried going to companies and asking for them to come. They don't show up. Countless salesmen walk around my neighborhood, and for some reason they always miss my door. I have an insect infestation in my house that I need taken care of. Can you be here tomorrow? My stomach dropped. Of course, I'm confused out of my mind, thinking, holy crap, did that just work? 
Now, that may sound like a small story, but to me, that was, it was life-changing. Elder Gary B. Sabin was quoted to say, When we are fully committed and all in, heaven shakes for our good. When we are lukewarm or only partially committed, we lose out on some of heaven's choices blessing. Getting that sale was not the choice's blessing that the quote is talking about. The choice's blessing was being given the personal manifestation that God knows me. I knew that the feelings I was beginning to have were far more than a placebo effect. There simply had to be more to it. Now I'm not saying it's essential to be spiritually in tune to be successful either. People do that all the time. I do, however, believe that by being spiritually in tune, we access a channel of doing what we are destined to do in the most effective manner, which will ultimately lead to longer-term success. God's ways are always higher than ours. Let me share a quick quote from Nelson Mandela. I love this. He says, Our deepest fear is, that we, is not that we are inadequate. Let me restart. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, handsome, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God within us. It is not just in some... It is in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we consciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated by our fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Wow. So here's the invitation. Here it is. Make a decision today to be all in. Pull out the list of New Year goals and recommit yourself to give your all. Because playing small does not serve the world. And it certainly doesn't allow you to serve yourself. I know God lives. I know that this life is a time to prepare to meet him again. And that we are given uncapped potential to do that. Charles Kettering is quoted to say, High achievement always takes place in the framework of high expectations. Set high expectations. Say a prayer. Trust in God and you will see the blessings of heaven come into your life. And as always, stay motivated.